Hey, what's going on? It's DJ Bandana Black, Mr. Well-Connected, even more respected, Mr. Hashtag I Am Buffalo, episode number seven of the Blackout Podcast with yours truly, DJ Bandana Black. All right, check this, right? I know usually we start off each episode with shouting out our uh, sponsors for the week, um, but I want to start off this show um, with a quick moment of silence. Uh, rest in peace to Mike Chaz. Okay, yeah, like I was saying, um, speaking about Mike Chaz, I want to dedicate uh, this episode of the Blackout Podcast to my homie, my friend, my uh, past co-worker, and somebody I can honestly say was my bro, more like a, a brother, a big brother, uh, Mike Chaz, who honestly was the reason why I even got a shot uh, on radio, took a chance on me getting on radio, and I've been on uh, for 16 years straight, um, and I owe a lot of that to, to, to Mike Chaz. Um, uh, quick shout out to our sponsors Shout out to, um, first of all I know everybody um, has been suffering Or going through different changes with the whole Corona thing that's been going on And I know in New York State we all have to wear masks um, Shouts out to at DD Fashions um, They have custom masks, like any design that you want Whether it's Gucci, Nike, your name Your kids, a uh, c- certain type of print um, Anything, make sure you check them out on social media It's at DD Fashions um, Their phone number is 716-436-9166 Again, shouts out to uh, this week sponsors at dd fashions shouts out to hip-hop weekly magazine you can check them out at hiphopweekly.com heavy shouts out to armadale vodka our number one sponsor armadale vodka check them out at vodka armadale.com and also also want to send a big big shout out to the martian uh planet rack uh records we'll speak about them um later on in the show or maybe later on tonight if you follow me on social media um but shouts out to our sponsors like i said i want to dedicate this show uh to mike chaz a great man who um provided a lot of opportunities opportunities um to a lot of people um directly and indirectly a lot of people in buffalo that's in the entertainment um business um went on to do a lot of great things and mike chaz is a person who gave a lot of people opportunities um what i want to do is honestly these last couple of days have been kind of rough for me i really just been thinking about mike chaz a lot of funny stories a lot of things that we went through and just really what he meant um personally to me mike chaz really meant a lot to me and it's just crazy because um, to share a little secret with you guys who haven't been really following like what's been happening with me on radio um, a couple weeks ago I got let go on uh, 93.7 WBOK and um, I just want to share a couple stories that I had with uh, w- with Mike Chaz um, just one of the great things about this situation is that you know a lot of times when, when people pass away um, they say that you should you should really focus on the good times that you had I don't remember any bad times with Mike Chaz it was always good times it was always times like yo this guy is bugging um, for example I remember one time um um, this was years ago when I first got on radio. Um, there was a guy that was coming up to the radio station for an interview with Mike Chaz. Now, Mike Chaz had a show called The Lockdown that was on WBOK, uh, 6 p.m. to 10 p.m., uh, Monday through Saturday. So it was it was like an interview with some comedian that was coming to town, and we basically had like we had less than an hour to get everything together for this interview. Now, neither one of us really knew much about this uh, about this comedian, but Mike Chaz was like, listen, Black, this is what I need you to do. I need you to go to the computer, type me up some notes, um, go check out his MySpace, uh, find out what's going on with him so I know what to ask him and what to what to talk about in the interview. Now, yeah, this, this is a long time ago if I'm talking about MySpace, but I went and rushed uh, on the computer, found out as much information as I could, uh, wrote some notes, and I went and handed it to Mike Chaz. And at this point, we got about 15 minutes left before this interview. So I give Mike Chaz the, uh, the paper. You know what Mike Chaz does with it? He balls it up, three-pointer from across the room into the garbage can. 
Now I'm looking at Mike Chaz like, yo, you bug it. Like, why'd you, well, why'd you do that? He was like, yo, okay, my bad. I had to punch back in. Um, but yeah, he was basically saying like, no, you need it to look more presentable. Like I need some pictures, something like make this look a little bit better. Put some color or something on here. So I'm thinking like, damn, we probably only got like 10, 15 minutes before this guy uh, gets here. And I believe at this time he was actually outside like parking. Like they like, yo, he's about to come in. So I run back to the computer as quick as I can and go to MySpace, grab as many pictures as I can. And this was a while ago. So it wasn't like an easy, just Google search where you just right click the picture, save as I had to go through a lot to get these pictures but i'm like you know what mike chaz wanted this way i'm gonna get it this way for mike chaz so i grab as many pictures as i could I, I believe i grabbed like two or three pictures and i put that on the um on, on the document and i printed it out i ran down the hallway gave it back to mike chaz and what does he do again balls it up three-pointer from across the room into the garbage now at this time I'm going to keep it G. I'm a little heated at this time because I'm like, yo, he bugging. First of all, I wasn't even working for BLK at this time. Like, I was a, a free, I wasn't even an intern. I had, if you know the story of how I got on uh, on radio, um, basically I did like a quick internship, but then I quit my job and I volunteered on radio for a year. So I was a straight like volunteer worker and he like bugging, like I'm actually getting paid for this, but this is what he wanted. So I'm like, yo, why'd you ball it up? He like, these pictures ain't even like aligned up. You got a big picture and a small picture. Like they should be the same size, you know, like next to each other. So I run down, the, <laughs> run down the hall. I do it again. I give it back to him. And this is the kicker. This is the kicker. So I give it back to him. The guy walks in to do the interview. You know what Mike Chaz does? Doesn't even use the notes. He just freestyled it. That's how great of an interviewer Mike Chaz was. Just offhand, he could just have a natural conversation with you. But that was one of the uh, funny stories that I had with Mike Chaz. And uh, we're going to get into some other topics, too, in the podcast. But another story that I want to share with you guys, like I said, this is a this is kind of a little bit of uh, therapy for me also, uh, being able to talk about this. Um, but another story, another funny story that I had with Mike Chaz was... Um, one time, <laughs> one time we, we used to have to do like commercials for the radio. It's called a uh, production, producing spots. So like there's a, um, there's a 10 second commercial. There's a 30 second commercial. And then there's a 60 second commercial, which is a minute commercial. Now the people from sales, what they would do back then was they would sell a 30 second commercial just so they can get the sale. But they would give us like uh, a 60 second, a minute worth of stuff to actually say in the commercial. So Mike Chaz used to complain like, yo, listen, these are too many words. Like you gotta, you gotta either charge them for a minute commercial or you know what I'm saying compress it down to, to, to 30 seconds. And, um, for a couple of weeks, they, they just kept giving it to us. And Mike Chaz, he would try to do it. And then after a while he would give me some of the uh, production to do. And then after a while he just came over to me. He's like, listen, black, um, they not listening to what we doing. So for now, what we doing is if it's a 30 second commercial, like you can produce a 60 second commercial, but if it's 30 seconds, then you just cut it off. So the commercial will be like, say if it was a concert, like, yo, um, coming live to Buffalo, New York, we got Jay-Z Dipset and Fantasia is going live. It's going to be 6 PM to 10 PM at, and then it would just be silence because if it was 30 seconds, he was like, oh, just cut it there. So it would be commercials we were producing where half the information was missing and he would just hand it in to the salespeople. So once they started complaining, like, yo, we can't like sell this, like people complaining, like, yeah, I told you to get it right. So you know what happened that following week? Everything was right. Production was right from that time. Mike Chaz is one of those people who he was real blunt and direct and he just did not saying he didn't care because he, he was definitely professional, but he didn't take no BS and he he, he stood on the, the, the stuff that he actually, um, actually stood on. I remember one time uh, years ago, and this is the last thing I'm going to share with you guys about Mike Chaz. I might talk about him later on tonight when we do the uh, Blackout Live. Um, but one thing Mike Chaz told me that stuck with me, he's like, yo, listen, Black, you're different. He was like, yo, always be yourself. Don't change for nobody. I don't care whether it's fame, money, uh, opportunities, always be yourself. Like you, you, you got in here being yourself, 
always be yourself. So I kind of took that with me, even when I finally got my show on radio, um, instead of chasing ratings, instead of chasing the popularity and playing all the new records or playing what I thought people would want to hear or what billboard or what these different lists and playlists said was the, um, the hot records was I got on radio and I only played music that I wanted to hear. I only played music that I liked. It just so happened. And luckily that half of the, half of the town, half of the city liked the same music and they actually supported it too. Um, so that really got me kind of fired. Um, with radio, I w- honestly, I wouldn't even be a DJ if it wasn't for Mike Chaz because he put me in position to be around like DJ Noodles, DJ Wolf, DJ Heat, DJ Hassan, DJ Stoney, all these great DJs. And I, I just kind of fell in love with being a DJ and just kind of picked it up from there. Um, moving forward, like I said, I don't want this just to be a, a sad podcast because honestly, um, Chaz is in a better place. I know that he had some uh, some health issues back then and that he was suffering with. and. Um, he doesn't have to suffer anymore, but rest in peace to my big bro, uh, Mike Chaz. Um, next thing I want to talk about is this whole French Montana and, um, young thug situation. Um, a few days ago, French Montana, somehow it it became a topic of French Montana saying that if he wanted to go hit for hit with Kendrick Lamar, he would, he he would win, or he would at least be a contender for it. Now, a lot of people kind of bash French Montana saying like, yo, you bugging be like you, you know, we're near Kendrick Lamar. Now I want to point out two things. One, um, you're always supposed to feel that you're the best. Like that's that's how you become a great. Like you don't think uh, Mayweather before a fight, even though he's fighting somebody who may whip his head, he don't go into it thinking like, yo, this person can beat me. No, he goes into it thinking like, I'm a champion. I'm the greatest ever. And that mind state, it's like, you, you, I mean, you see it, you speak it, and then you be it. Like sometimes like uh, the, the power is in the tongue. So you gotta, you're supposed to think big of yourself. So I don't care if French Montana was battling Jay-Z. He's supposed to say he's supposed to win. Now, would he win? Probably not against Jay-Z. Now, if you if you pay attention to the words that he was actually using, they were saying hit for hit. Um, French Montana does have a lot of hits. Um, if you're speaking about success or if you're speaking about money, if you're speaking about Grammys, different stuff like that, then, of course, French Montana couldn't even be mentioned in the same uh, breath of air as Kendrick Lamar. But when you're talking about hits, I'll put it to you like this. Like, I, I, I'm a DJ. I've DJ radio. I've DJ clubs. I've DJ concerts. And let me first say Kendrick Lamar is a great artist, probably one of the greatest artists of our time. But never once have anybody ever, ever came up to me and said, yo, put that Kendrick Lamar on. Never once on radio has anybody said, yo, put that Kendrick Lamar on. I mean, I may, with radio, I may have gotten a couple of requests, but as far as being in a club or riding around, nobody said, yo, let me get the aux chorus so I can play that new Kendrick. That has never happened. There's a reason for it because French Montana has had, I honestly believe, more, in my opinion, more club hits, more records that people really rock with, like on a daily. Like Kendrick Lamar has put out solid projects and he's a great artist, um, but it's just that when you're talking about hit records, um, as far as it, it depends on what your definition of a hit record is. Like if it's a hit record that you're playing in a club in the car with your people, French Montana might stand a chance. I'm not saying he would win, but he might stand a chance. If you're just talking about Grammys and money and accomplishments and stuff like that, then definitely it's going to be Kendrick Lamar. But um, Young Thug had something to say in that situation. And basically Young Thug was saying that French Montana is bugging. I don't think Young Thug, when he initially replied, he wasn't re- really being disrespectful. He was saying the same thing that other people were saying, like, no, like you, you're you not even on the same level, like you bugging. But then they had a back and forth and it turned to a whole little I'll pull up, you pull up type of situation, which it shouldn't have. Um, but there was an underlying issue. Um, apparently, uh, at some event or somewhere, French Montana allegedly tried to get at Young Thug's uh, fiance and Young Thug didn't like that. So that was the real issue that um, Young Thug had with French Montana. And that's how that whole situation um, started. Um Next topic I want to talk about too. Why none of y'all told me that Money Heist is a great 
show on Netflix. Like, I really just started watching Money Heist. I don't know how many of you people watch Money Heist. Um, comment below. Let me know if you watch Money Heist. But I'm addicted to the show. And I'm only on season one. I'm on like the last two episodes of season one. But yeah, Money Heist, make sure y'all uh, make sure y'all check that out. And uh, last topic I want to talk to you guys about, like I said, these podcasts are not always going to be long and drawn out. Um, it's Young Chop. So Young Chop uh, had a phone call from jail the other day. I don't know if you guys follow the YouTube channel. If you don't, make sure you go subscribe, DJ Bandana Black. And I actually played the audio from that. So Young Chop was trolling, coming at a bunch of different artists, running around with the with the chopper, with, with the ratchet, doing a bunch of wild stuff. And he wound up getting locked up. And one of the charges was that he um, allegedly uh, started this dog and the dog passed away. And he did like a little a, a little lie from jail where he talked about it and said that those charges are false. And he also said that he was sorry. He didn't say specifically to who, but he was sorry to a couple people for the way that he was acting and how the industry had him acting crazy and stuff like that, too. Um, he basically was saying how God can't put more on you than you can handle. Um, my only issue with that is Young Chop was fully aware of what he was doing. Like, you can't say God can't put more on you than you can handle when God didn't put it on you. You put it on you. You decided to troll these people. You decided to tell these people that you're not like that. I'm really about that life from Chicago. You a sucker, blah, 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 whatever like that, too. That was all you, champ. So you got to live and deal with the consequences of that. That's part of being a man. Sometimes you make right choices. Sometimes you make wrong choices. But whatever the choice, you got to deal with the consequences. But that's all I want to talk with you guys um, this week. Uh, make sure you check out the Blackout Live tonight. On YouTube, the channel is DJ Bandana Black. We will be going live um, to talk about uh, a few different topics. We just kick it each and every Saturday night at midnight for the Blackout Live. Make sure you subscribe to that. Uh, make sure you check me out on Twitch also. Um, I'll be streaming on Twitch Monday through, Monday through Thursday at midnight, Monday through Thursday. And that's just twitch.tv slash DJ Bandana Black. It's twitch.tv slash DJ Bandana Black. Well, like I always say, remember, life is what you make it. So make it. It's DJ Bandana Black, Mr. Well Connected, even more respect it. Mr. I am Buffalo. I'm a DJ Ban Ban Bandana.